It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce, Star Tribune columnist, joins me as he often does, always does, I guess would say, on Mondays. Um, Patrick didn't do a show on Friday last week because of the holiday, um, so got to get some Vikings talk here. So another, just another, another, uh, another week where it seems like almost everything goes right for them. We'll get into that in a bit here too. Um, Timberwolves, we got to get to them. A little bit of go for volleyball talk, um, and maybe a few other things along the way. But we got to. St- I want to start with the Gophers football team today because. They get the big win over Wisconsin, at least in terms of the rivalry. That's a big win. That's three of the last five now that they've beat Wisconsin after that really long losing streak. But in the context of this season, that didn't it didn't matter all that much to me th- this year, just because of everything that had preceded it and 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 the the struggles they've had to to capitalize on this season. But they get to the post game and. P.J. Fleck, I want to read you his quote and then get you his thoughts. Um, after the game, he's very sensitive. says, I remember people, anytime they'd see us, would say, just beat Wisconsin. You can stay forever. Just beat Wisconsin. You can stay forever. Um, that was uh, him recalling him being himself being hired six years ago. Well, we've beaten Wisconsin uh, twice, now three times, and you all wanted me fired last really? week. Um no, I don't think we wanted him fired, did we? We just wanted him to coach well, better. Yeah, we wanted uh, a little more life for the offense. And to me, okay, I got in a lot of trouble. I was battling with the gopher holders all weekend. But uh, here's the deal. To me, that kid, the quarterback, going out and making plays and throwing the ball down the field and, you know, they, they open. I kind of predicted that they'd open up the offense because yeah. now they were playing a game that meant nothing. Really. Right. I mean, okay, they can act like it means something, but it doesn't mean anything because you already messed the, up a chance to win the Big Ten worst and the, the Big Ten West and the worst it has ever been ever, okay? You were the best. They were the best team in the Big Ten West in yes. the city. Five and four. They were the best team in the Big Ten West. And it was a sadder reflection on the way they played against, played conservative way they played against Iowa, which allowed that terrible Iowa team to stay in the game and then make a play at the end and win the game. So to me, this reflects worse on Fleck because, okay, he might have his quarterback and that's great for the future. But the fact that they didn't allow the kid to try to do anything cost them the Iowa game. Okay, they ran the ball, they ran the ball, they ran the ball, but, you know, you run a guy 14 times, he might fumble once. And uh, so anyway, uh, I mean, they you should a Gopher fans should be optimistic because they might have a quarterback. Yes. But the, the fact that th- this does not, this makes the Iowa game work, look the Iowa result look worse because you had a quarterback who could have made some plays and you didn't allow him to do it because you had no confidence in him and uh, that to, to make those plays. So uh, to me, it reflects poorly on Fleck. And as far as him, you know what? I'm happier with uh, him actually saying something that's in his, that that's actually what's in his mind. Yes. Than the usual BS that he gives us after a game. This is the real him that he showed up and said, Oh, you don't think I'm great, right? Basically is what he was sure. saying. Or, you know, uh, you know, beat Wisconsin and I'm great. Well, you know what? 
when we when they were mad at you about the Iowa game, and a lot of people were opinion, even Chip, you know, Chip did a good job ripping them, and we all said, "What the hell was this? How'd you manage to lose this game?" Uh, it was, you know, they didn't know you were going to beat Wisconsin. Okay, and you did beat Wisconsin, <laughs> right. and, you know, but it was. You know, that Iowa game stands alone and the fan reaction to that game stands alone and the public reaction to that game stands alone. And it had nothing it has nothing to do with you beating Wisconsin a week later. And anybody who said fire fleck, it was that had to be uh, just complete idiot. Go for not go for followers, just people who like to you know, say that yeah. about all, all situations. So it was the idea that uh, he and, and he mentioned Heather in this case. So the idea that he and his wife would monitor comments that would say fire him as a, you know, and then he would, he would mention it uh, is, is idiotic. And all, all of you wanted us. He's talking to the media too. Is he telling, right. telling saying that the media wanted all that was, he said all that was he talking about the media? I don't know. Like he, it was, that was the part that was especially confusing because it 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 felt to me like last week was like you said fair criticism for decisions and approaches. Not this guy can't coach, get him out of here. It was you oh, know, yeah. it, and it was, and you if if he's talking about Twitter, you can go, you can do a Twitter search and just about anything and find a whole bunch yes. of people saying something, right? Like yeah. that doesn't mean that's the prevailing opinion or even the sane opinion. Like nobody in their right mind would say. Get rid of PJ Fleck right now. I think he's done a good job, a credible job here. Yeah. Um, I think it's also fair and more than fair to say this year was a massive blown opportunity. And the other thing I would say on what you were saying is I think the other indictment of Fleck and especially the offensive staff is not realizing sooner that Tanner Morgan, for all of his great qualities, for all of his leadership yeah. qualities, was the product of a lot of things in 2019 that went right, including having two NFL caliber wide receivers that they didn't have a succession plan faster for him probably set them back a little bit. Yes. And let's remember at the start of all this with Tanner, the, the Tanner starting 400 games or whatever it was, it wasn't their first choice. Nope. They had panics that kid was going to be their quarterback because they didn't think Tanner Morgan was a true big 10 quality. Right quarterback they went with Annexted, uh and then he got hurt and then tanner moved didn't he get hurt of some some kind and mm-hmm. or, or they gave tanner a shot and then that you know with the 2019 team they had some stud receivers on that team. Yes. They, they were good that team was good and uh you know and he played good but he hasn't played good since and they went they they were they went back to Tanner for uh, what game was it? That, uh, that it was, played? I think it was after the Penn State loss, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and, he, they, and he won. He won a few against the. They they did win some games all, there in the middle against those kind of Nebraska, when their schedule got softer again. And Nebraska Northwestern and everybody, but yeah, I mean, it was. It's it's just. I think this is the true him. He drives me nuts when he. It's all on me. It's all on me. Well, what did I do? Right. Uh, we're not getting into that, but it's all on me. But there was no need for. Uh, I think he came out, and uh, you know, we we found out he is sensitive. So that's you know, that's that's okay with me. But uh, they're gonna uh, they're gonna go to a bowl game, and it probably will be a low enough quality bowl game that they'll win it. And 
Then we'll hear how he's, he's the first coach since 1904 to win nine games. Yeah, two years in a row. <laughs> and uh, the fact is, so I have to do this every time. Yep. From 1905 to 1941, they only played eight, except for, uh, and then from 1942 to 1964, they only played nine. Okay. They, the two years they played 10, they went to the bleeping Rose Bowl. Okay. So uh, that you you cannot go back and and all the you know say you can they do it but uh, right you know the, 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 the no no schedule no schedule has changed more than the schedule in in uh, in football and uh, so you know to, to all this BS about I haven't done this since 1904 blah blah blah. Uh, and and we we can still I think Wisconsin's the first five hundred team they beat this year right and uh, yeah uh, they ended up six and six and apparently uh, it didn't take Wisconsin long to you know well, the main reason you read that they fired Paul Chris because they were afraid they were going to lose Jim Leonard and then after watching him <laughs> coach six games they decided. We're going to give Luke Fickle $6 million a year to come here from Cincinnati and uh, go on your way there, Jim. So uh, anyway, that was, a, the, the, I think, I think as we look at Wisconsin here uh, as our future long-term rival in all sports, yeah. they might have an idiot for an AD. <laughs> so that's a, yeah, Barry, <laughs> Barry created that as egomaniacal and crazed as he was, he created that Wisconsin uh, you know, upgraded the uh, oh, sure, absolutely. Play and uh, this AD might be a dummy, so uh, that that could help, you know. Uh, although they have a great volleyball team again, and blah blah blah. But anyway, yeah, uh, PJ showed us his true colors. He is sensitive, he and Heather are sensitive, and he always has to mention Heather. I think Heather's in charge of the sensitivity, though. Okay, uh, I think she's uh, she's the one who, uh, what was the Bowling Green loss, right? Yeah, there was, yeah, there was, there was, yeah, there was something. I remember that now. Out on social media and retweeted something about it that was on Instagram, and then, and then went after the fans, and then it it appeared on Gopher Hole, and the people were going crazy, and then and then Gopher Hole, being the uh, compliant uh, believers, they pulled it down. Yes, apparently Heather called. Somebody called Fleck or somebody called and asked him to pull it down. And uh, after she removed it from Instagram, but yeah, they're sensitive. I guess, you know, there aren't many, there aren't many coaches, wives who aren't, I would guess. So take a playcation to Mystic Lake with 24 seven gaming. The good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. That was a good win, though. I mean, it was, yeah. For, for the future, I mean, the quarterback looked good. And, you know, the first thing Wisconsin has to do is change quarterbacks. Yeah. You got to get rid of that kid. Merch, you're down yeah. on the two-yard yeah. line, you're going to. You're down on the two-yard line. You're going to tie the game, and by the time he gets done there on the 25, you know they got penalties, holding. He won't make plays. Uh, it was 
Well, that was that was the backup, and at that point, wasn't it? Oh, but, yeah, well, yeah he... that's right. Yeah, they finally had pulled Burks. That's right. Yeah, so they were they they. But yes. the first thing Luke Fickle has got to do is hit the transfer portal and get himself a Russell Wilson. Right? Oh man, <laughs> the way the Russells playing in Denver, they could probably hey, take Russell. And they <laughs> I was going to say what a disaster <laughs> that's been, but back Russell. Anyway, uh, but... yeah, it was you know there there's. It was you just you just said it blowing opportunity this season. Yeah. No matter what you say, you had the best team in the West, and you aren't going to go play Michigan. And no. uh, so, what the heck? I don't know. What are they going to do? They got uh, Penn State is so clearly better than the top three over there. Are so clearly better than everybody else. What? You know what? Are we going to have the division, same divisions again next year? They got it. They were better. We we made fun of it, but the legends and the leaders was way better than this. At least they had a chance to split teams up how they wanted to yeah, a little bit yeah, that they, way instead of having to do it geographically. I'm sure they're probably just waiting till 2024 to make any real yeah. overhauls when UCLA and USC come in. But yeah, it's a uh, it's not uh, it's not great. You're right. It, I felt like flex post game. It didn't like overshadow the win but it did you know this is what this is what a lot of people were talking about instead of beating wisconsin for the third time in in five years which you know again they had what was the streak i mean they went from 2000 and yeah 14 in a row 2004 through 2017 uh without without beating wisconsin and then the two they lost it's helped wisconsin's gotten worse (laughs) yes yes yeah, Wisconsin is, you know, Wisconsin is personnel isn't what it was. No. I mean, and, uh, you know, they had an unbelievable, Wisconsin had an unbelievable run in football. If you look at it historically, uh, this was, this is basically what it was for years and years and years. Uh, us winning about 60% of the game. So, yeah. Well, now it's until, until his last run here. I mean, wacky beat a team. Wacky went down there and beat a team that went to the Rose Bowl. Yes, he did. Was that 90, yeah, 93 or 94? Time. Somewhere. Yeah, 94. The most amazing upsets in Gopher history. But, yes, that uh, was not a good not a good Gophers team, as, as they tended yeah. not to be. I believe the series is tied all time now. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, been, it's been pretty uh, dang equal. Uh, by the way, we just celebrated the 60th anniversary of the greatest screwing in the history of Gopher. I football. saw that on Twitter. The... Down in Madison. Yeah. November, whatever it was. Yeah, that was, uh, that to me is when the international cons- referee con- uh, officiating conspiracy started against the, against all Minnesota <laughs> sports teams 60 years ago. It was, uh, I was all in on the Gophers back then. And uh, that was, you know, Bobby Bell and that whole yep. crew, all the roughing penalty on Bobby Bell. For no reason, the way they let them knock the hell out of quarterbacks back then, and uh, and then Murray went nuts on the sidelines, and they added another fifteen yards on it. So uh, November uh, November twenty fourth, nineteen sixty two. So a few uh, what days about ago, about a third straight Rose Bowl. I think we were going to get to go to the road. The winner, Wisconsin, won the Big Ten. They both they they both went into that game with uh, one one loss. And, okay, uh, the winner wins the Big Ten and. The reason that 1961, they did not have a deal with the Pac-10 that had any rules about it. They they were going to take the champion. the The, the Rose Bowl Pack had been had been uh, you know the one that didn't allow a repeat. You couldn't go out there and right. repeat. 
Boyd that year in 61. And then they started a new pact in 62. And I think the Gophers would have been allowed to go to a third straight Rose Bowl, which back then, you know, with, when it first started the agreement after World War II, there was a no repeat rule. So uh, if you, you know, even if you won a conference two years in a row, you couldn't go the second year. So yeah, which is, tells you by the way bowls were back then. There was only four of them. Or five. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So anyway, um, anyway speak, yeah. speaking quickly of uh, before we move on, speaking quickly of uh, now that they used to be, you saw uh, Nebraska hired Matt Rule, who could have just made that's forty right. million, could have had forty million dollars to do nothing. Uh, after being fired by the Panthers, but he wants to go coach uh, Nebraska and turn, turn that thing, thing around. For me. I'm a lot more with, with, impressed with Wisconsin yes. signing Luce, Luke Fickle and Matt Rule. What is, what is wrong with them down there? They I don't know. Get, they got to they get a fleck. You know, the, not the fleck now, but the fleck that got hired back years, seven years ago, the the 38 year guy full of it. Who's going to go get you some athletes. You think Matt rules going to get the kids from New Jersey to go back to Nebraska. Like they used to, yeah. you gotta, you gotta have somebody way more dynamic than that guy. They have hired some of the, I mean, I thought Frost would be good and he turned out to be a complete idiot, but uh, so, you know, I, I can't say I was right on that, but they have done the worst job of hiring coaches. It's unbelievable. Pelini, they couldn't wait to run Pelini out. He was a phenom compared to some of these other idiots. <laughs> right. But it's, it's over for them. They'll never see their glory days again. That's, you know, just, just get used to the fact that you're just like the rest of us out here in the West down there. And, uh, you know, and you're going to be, you know, you're going to pop up. A good year for you is going to be Nebraska is going to be what the Gophers had this year, five and four. Right. It's it's over down there, and Matt Rule isn't going to change that. See, um, Vikings can clinch the NFC North as early as next week. <laughs> um, they won Thursday. We haven't talked about that game on this show because we didn't have a show Friday last week, so we'll get into that. Um, the Lions lost on Thanksgiving. Packers lost last night. Um and Aaron Rodgers exits the game with a rib injury after revealing during the week last week that he's been playing with a broken thumb. Um, so Revealed they're four... eight-year-old kid or something, right? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was at a charity event that he that he's that he broke the news, I believe. Yeah, or some yeah. Scoop the uh, he scooped the world. Some ten-year-old student uh, newspaper kid was talking to him, and he said, "I'll give you. I broke my finger." But he, you watched. I watched him some. Yeah, he was. I mean, people liked him. You know, he is a bit of a drama queen, but you could tell that he was not good. So he got right. in the. He was not good, and uh, I think it's good for the Packers. They can play the other kid the rest of the year and find out if they got anything. Right, right. <clears throat> and they should. They probably should at this point. I mean, Rodgers is saying he's going to play next week if he if he's healthy but they're four and eight they're they're even three games out of the wild card now um i think they'll play jordan long i think they probably should too they've got what five games left to find out what what he's got he looked actually looked decent last night um they didn't um he didn't rally him to the win but he did throw a touchdown in that game against the eagles what's that collinsworth drives me nuts i was watching that game he throws a little square out pass to the left, and the guy runs it for four or five yards. That's his first completion. The second one, the touchdown, the guy's running wide open. Wide open, yeah. 
wide open. And Collins were trying to make these look like, boy, yes, he's much approved. These are great throws. What the <laughs> right. hell are you talking about? Right. Yeah, you know, Steve Dills could have made both those throws. Yes. I mean, it was it's his need to just be effusive and praise about nothing drives me crazy. Uh, and, it, you know, his his whole I've never seen a guy do it. You know, yes, you have. You've seen thousands of games. You've seen it all. What are you talking about? I've never seen a defensive tackle play a game like this. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I guess that's the key to success, though. But anyway, yeah, they're done over there. And uh, they so if they win, who's got to lose then? Detroit. The second the Lions are still in second place. And so if the Lions lose and the Vikings win, it's so over. Probably be the earliest uh, championship we've ever uh, title we've ever uh, we've ever had. Yeah, I don't no, think that, they didn't even clinch this early in uh, in '98. I don't I don't no, think so. No, they, I, yeah, it. Uh, I saw some graphic yesterday. It was something like you know, there's been only only been five teams that have clinched that early if they do it next week, and all all but one of them went to the Super Bowl. So you know, it's. It's a good path to be on the, the Eagles, though. I mean, the, the the downside of the game last night for the Vikings is, you know, aside from the, the Packers losing and perhaps that being the the end of that, even though it was probably the end already, um, Eagles win, so they're still a game ahead of the Vikings in that uh, in that whole race for home field. But, but yeah, it's not only home field; it's the buy. The, the one buy now, yeah. Play the first week, so that's. That that's that's the advantage. They're they're not as good as they were early though, defensively no. for sure. They're taking they got a lot of injuries on defense. They got Sue going, and, you know, they got Sue, they got about five. Like Linville Joseph's playing for them. Yes. They took him off the scrap heap too. And uh Sue they took off the scrap heap. And uh so their defense does not look as good, but man, that Jalen Hurts who Jalen Hurts surprises me. I had no idea there was that he could be that good. You see, they ran for like three hundred and sixty yards last night. Did they end? They must. Did they get to five hundred? I turned it off after the field goal. But of total offense, they they must nine. have. I didn't see the final tally, but I saw the three like three sixty three of rushing yards. That was, I mean, a lot of those are hurts because he he runs a lot. But they had a running back that went over a hundred in that game too, and then a bunch of other yep. stuff. So yeah, it's you know, but hey, you know the Vikings. Um, on Thursday, I thought that was that was an important game for them. I know, you know, in the in the big picture of the division, it probably doesn't matter a whole lot as an AFC game, but you know, it's not like they're not like they're quote unquote back just from just from that game or however you want to say it. But they, you know, you don't want that to become a slide. You don't want to become you know you don't want to get in the territory where that's going to get worse. So, but I know some people were ah oh, well you know they let Matt Jones well they did the first half Matt Jones was great but. I, I would think I would be optimistic that the defense kicked the crap out of the Patriots down the stretch. You know, when they started, they started putting some pressure on and they made Matt Jones look like Matt Jones. But uh, offensively, again, this is a team that was shutting teams out, the Patriots, and they moved the ball yes. all along against the Patriots. They made him, uh, you know, they made it, made, they made Belichick, yep, O'Connell. O'Connell's offense really out coached yes. Belichick's offense. Had him running around in circles. They had Belichick going crazy. But 
I've decided, I figured out why they have all these fourth quarter comebacks. They have Jefferson. Even He's pretty good. You can either throw it to him or throw it to the guy that's wide open because you have him. It's, it is, this guy is the phenomenon of all times. He had about four more great catches in that game. You can only, you all you got to do is throw it near him. Yes. And he figures out a way to catch it. And the, you know, Thielen's having a great year because he doesn't have anybody covering him. You yeah. know, half the time he's just wide open. And, you know, he's good for him. He can take advantage of that. He knows, he knows how to play off of Jefferson. But this guy's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I mean, he's amazing how good he is. And, uh, you know, it's not easy to declare, especially when you're celebrating Thanksgiving and you remember Randy Moss running, you know, catching three balls all for touchdowns. Right. Stuff like that. But in the clutch, I'll take this guy. In he's the clutch, yeah. guy over any receiver I've ever seen play here. And I was talking to somebody the other day, maybe my you, when I said, I think the trademark of this team through its entire uh, period, at least in the mid 60s, is having great receivers. And, you know, the, you know, each era they've had really amazing receivers. And this guy's the best of them all. This guy's unbelievable. And yeah, uh, yeah. the ones he catches in traffic are just, again, he's bringing down balls that. He keeps ah, I might get intercepted. He got it somehow. He got it. You know that might get intercepted. He might got it. I mean, he's and Kirk's Kirk's Kirk made some really nice throws. He made a great throw to Hawkinson down there, and uh, kind of to his right when they were moving that one time, and he made a couple other great throws. But boy, with this guy, all you got to do is throw in the general direction. It's a uh, it's it, it it's incredible how good he is. Well, that's the thing that that. Cousins hasn't really been willing to do in the past is kind of yeah. throw those 50 50 balls, which with Jefferson are more like 80 20 balls, right? I mean, he, yes. and that's the thing. Like when you got so much confidence, when you've seen it happen enough that you know it's probably going to work out, that at least gives you the confidence to, uh, to keep, to keep trying it. <clears throat> and I mean, the one, the one on the winning drive was the perfect example. It's like a 40 yard completion. That ball had to that ball had to be right there. Jefferson's going to take a big hit. It's like you know, in front of the safety, but past the corner on a on a deep route, and it's right there. And Jefferson just kind of like you just you just expect him to make that play, even though that's not an easy play to make. Yeah, and uh, and the Patriots' uh, attempt to control him was to double him, and uh, you know, a lot of teams aren't doubling him; they're putting their best D back on him and having him chasing him. But they doubled him most of the night. Couldn't stop him. He's uh, he's fantastic. He should be the Star Tribune Sports Person of the Year. Let's yeah. stop being cute. We like being cute with the Sports Person of the Year. No cute. Give it to the best athlete in town, Justin Jefferson. Well, we'll see. I think the uh, I think the deliberations on that start soon. And the Vikings always make that complicated because the Sports Person of the Year always comes out around. Christmas time and their season's never over at that point. And by the time you pick something, you've got to commit to it, then work on the story and a lot can happen in a few weeks. But at this, at this moment, I don't think anybody's had a bigger impact on uh, a bigger positive impact on local sports this year than Justin Jefferson. I don't think it's even close. Um, Patrick, let's finish with a couple other things. Timberwolves 
Now, everybody was saying at the start of the year, I, myself included, um, you got to give him 20 games. And you know, I, I cheated on that a few times by getting pretty grouchy about how things were going with less than 20 games in uh, into the season. But 10 and 10 after 20. And I think the, the real problem here, Patrick, is I don't feel like we're much closer to knowing what this team is after 20 games than we were at zero games. I still don't I still don't look at them and say, ah, that's what they do really well. Or, oh, okay, that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna work more consistently when when they do get it going. They get blown out on their home court again yesterday <laughs> by Golden State. That's like three or four home blowouts this year. 25 to two run in the first quarter. I was watching the game. It was 15-15 I like I went and like went into the bedroom, like put some clothes away. I come back out, it was like 30 to 17. I'm like, what is going on here? It was like that span of like two minutes, and then the the run just got worse. I don't think I don't know if I don't know of any player who's on the court for more bad runs than Carl Anthony Towns, who just can't stop anything, can't, you know, just just gets down on everything. I don't I don't know. The, the identity of this team is still very much lacking in the leadership and the defense. And it's, it's, it's not great. 10 and 10 is not a terrible record. And in the West, it might still get you an okay position, but man, this, this team is, uh, this team's not any closer after 20 than they were at zero. Uh, I mean, some of it was D'Lo. Russell played okay for about four or five games there where they were winning some games. Not all, you know, he was a little better, but I got in the car. I don't know where I'd been, and I turned on the the long-suffering Alan Horton. I love that guy. He's been through. We don't give him enough credit for all the crap he's seen as, as yes. one-man announcing team. And he says, uh, and he's talking about giving up 47 points in the first quarter during the break. I said, what? 47? So uh, apparently they, you know, that's uh you're playing that team, which is now starting to, you know, they, they had a game last week, New Orleans, where they didn't play any of their regulars, not they had four guys sit, but you know, steps making shots again now, but 47 right off the bat. And then 70 some at halftime, I was hoping they'd get to 150, but they kind of slacked it down. But uh, yeah, it's uh I don't know what you what do you what do you say about them? They're just they're not. There's going to be no glory. We we know this already, Mike. After 20 games, there's not going to be. You know, they may be in the play and they might get through the play in tournament like they did last year, but that's it. They're not going anywhere. This no, they just not going anywhere. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be. A, I was thinking it could turn awful. It's not going to be awful, but it's going to be disappointing for sure. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you know, the one thing, the most one, a lot of stuff hasn't surprised me. Russell being erratic, Towns being emotional and erratic. Uh, but Edwards' lack of involvement uh, at, at more often this year than yes. in the is, uh, that's that's to me that's a real negative because he was the guy that uh, you know I mean he's had some you know he, he had some inconsistency before but it did seem more inconsistency of performance than inconsistency of involvement and effort and uh, I, I you know he's uh, uh, unfortunately I think he's turning into an NBA star <laughs> you know he was a wide-eyed kid just loved yes. to be there and uh now he's turning in uh, maybe not tonight so uh, he has an inconsistency of spirit 
right now yeah. is what I would say. You just look at the uh, the body language and the yeah. I mean, Hein, I mentioned that you know right off the bat. I'm, I think it was Hein that mentioned it yesterday that he didn't look like he was engaged right away at the start. So, but the highlight of that game, how much did you watch? Did you hang with it? No, I well, I mean, no, they it was because Draymond, when they called Draymond for the technical for being on the bench cheering. I missed and that he, one. And he, or the refs all hate him. This ref, you know, and he put his foot on the, you know, he left the bench, <laughs> he put his foot on the court, so they teed him up. Oh my god! No yeah. So then, so then the next time down when they scored, Steph ran off the bench, ran behind the the basket waved a towel and walked on the court basically to get a technical foul just to <laughs> talk to the official the referee. i mean it was and he's screaming and hollering and yelling to make sure that that's hilarious give him a technical and he and Dray- draymond is laughing hysterically over on the sidelines because this this obviously one of the many nba refs that hates I don't know who called it, but that hates Steph. So hates Draymond, you mean? I, I hate Draymond. So yeah. he runs over the hey! <laughs> the arena's quiet at the time, you know, half the crowd has left and he's screaming. So it was it was a taunting the NBA where we can taunt the referees. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's overall though, this team, I don't know, they gotta figure it out. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder too if Gobert's knee is a little bit uh, not as great yeah. as they're they're saying. That's they're trying to yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, Meanwhile, Utah's hanging out at the top of the West. That's great, right? And they got about 18, 18 draft picks coming their way from the Gobert yeah. and uh, Mitchell trades. It's just amazing. By the way, Tim Connolly's, I just saw this, that, that Moutier uh, that uh, yeah. was uh, Tim Connolly's third uh, first rounder, the seventh pick in 15, and yep. everybody talked, they they did a big promotional campaign about him down and when he came in and he was, he was like the hidden gem, the, the, yes. the, the true gem of that draft. He's playing for our Iowa Wolves now. Tim oh, man. Tim Connolly has a complete bust because he couldn't shoot, but uh, he's, we're giving him another chance. Now he's only like 26. He's down there with the Iowa Wolves. I looked I look at their roster once in a while to see who they're running in yeah. and out of. And he's uh, wow. that's where. So anybody who's still optimistic about Tim might not might want to remember Moutier. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna be good or bad, but you know, talk about an overreaction to give that guy all that money because he's yeah. solve all our problems. I don't know. I don't. This is I. I really, you know, I you know, let's say I got ten more years, and I'm at seventy-seven. Maybe I got if I'm really lucky, I got ten more years. I'll never see them be good. <laughs> never, never. I'll never see them be good again. Oh, four last year. That I'll never see it again. It's not going to happen. It's as gonna good be as it's going to get. 2033, and I'm going to be on the uh, respirator, and somebody will be saying, Yeah, they got beat again. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe <laughs> next year. Patrick, uh, anyway. final, final thing. Um, go for volleyball team gets the two seed, uh, eight overall, I think, in the uh, NTA tournament. Uh, kind of ended things on an upswing, right? They did, then they beat uh, Ohio State and Nebraska over the weekend on the road, on yeah. the road Friday and Saturday. You know what I found out something which is great. The volleyball team flies charters during yes. the big 
season. I did not know that, but that's fantastic. But they made Wisconsin make the same trip, you know, play those two teams. And Wisconsin had the late game Friday and the early game Saturday. And they won them both, too. They're 19-1 and and uh, defending champions, but the only loss was to the Gophers. But I got one little theory I'll run by you. Okay. We love distractions as sports, as sports writers our whole lives. Ah, this is going to be a distraction. Yes. Hugh McCutcheon quits for <laughs> the team knows why. Nobody else knows. I mean, he's going to be there. He's leaving at the end of the year. This should be the ultimate distraction, right? Mm-hmm. The youth of America, and especially the sports youth of America, especially the elite sports youth of America, their lives are distraction from about the time they're 11, right? right. They're in camps. They're, they they got people, you know, they're traveling all over the country. If they have a free time, they're doing something on the internet. There's studying. Their lives are distraction. They don't have time to be distracted. They just go out and they do their practice. They go out and get ready to play their next game. They play as well as they can. And they don't sit around and say, boy, he was not going to be with us at the end. That was supposed to be a big distraction. Yes, This team has played great. And uh, Lanford, of course, fantastic. But the uh, the, the, the Carter Booth, uh, Calvin Booth's daughter's gotten really good here the last months, too. So uh, they got great talent on that team. And uh, they're going to they – sh- they should get to a regional. But they're going to have to – when they get to a regional, they're going to have to go play Texas. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They'll have a second. They could have a second round match against Florida State, though. They're always good. So, uh, but uh, you know, this team's got a lot of potential to get back to the, you know, at least to be in the regional final against Texas. Uh, they have played great and uh, in, in recently and uh, ended up with an eight seed. And uh, you know, that's that's about right, I guess, because they did have some losses yes. early in the season. But uh, to go sweep Ohio State. Well, one of them was five. Uh, one of them was five in the country. The other was six or seven. Yeah, those so. two two really good teams, two really good programs. So, and they, I think, their third round match would be Ohio State. So oh wow! Okay. Or so I mean, if 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 uh, if they you know get out of their own region, which they certainly should, but uh, it's the it's the best program on campus. If you, I mean, it's the best sport on campus for entertainment and. Uh, and uh, the place will be pretty full this weekend, I'm sure. Uh, what Friday, Saturday, right? Friday, I think so. I think so. Maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, they play back to back, I think. So, anyway, they uh, uh, you know, congratulations to another great regular season. And now you just hope you don't have any heartbreaking loss before you at least end up in the regionals. So. Yes, and we uh, we also in the media might be gear might be guilty of uh. <clears throat> Uh, reconstructing the narrative as well, because I think uh, if uh, if they would have been struggling down the stretch, it would have been Hugh was a distraction. And now they're playing well. It's hey, they're trying to win one for Hugh. Yeah, that's right. We can we can change that. Uh, there's some there's some old staples as a sports <laughs> long term. There's something that never changes. The 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 concern about distraction has been there for 50 years, I can tell you. And and at times it might have been true. But now life is a distraction for the youth of America. And they don't give a damn. They're just, okay, 
I'm a great athlete. I'm a high-end athlete, and I'm going to go out and play tonight because I'm a high-end athlete, and I'm not going to worry about who my coach is. So yeah, anyway, that's, that's true. Good, good uh, universal truths, life lessons at the end from Patrick Royce. I will do this again next week, Patrick. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk to, maybe even a NFC North division title by then if uh, <laughs> if all goes well for them this weekend, even though it's still just November right now. Patrick, have a great day. Oh, by the way, I saw that you want uh, you want the Jets to go back to... Uh, uh, I was joking, yeah, of course. But that kid throw for 350. Yeah. The guy would hurt him through for over 300. Mike White. Yeah, that might be the end for Zach Wilson in New York if uh, if that was oh, happening there. God, they, they, they hate him. <laughs> they hate him so much. Yeah. <laughs> they, gave up, they got two yards in the second half the other week. That's not good. <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll see you.